Hi everybody and welcome to the Junction Church Podcast. We pray that this message inspires and encourages you. If you would like to find out any more information about us, then please visit our website at www.thejunctionchurch.com. Thank you for listening. Um, It says in Isaiah chapter 54, it says this, Sing, O childless woman, you who never gave birth, break into loud and joyful song. I'm reading from the... um, Uh, I'm reading from the NLT version. Um, Break into loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem, you who have never been in labor, for the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. Enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home, and spare no expense, for you will soon be bursting at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. I don't know if, it, if you've ever built an extension uh, on your house, but the first thing you will know in building an extension is that you've got to break out the ground that is around where you want to build onto that your house may expand. You may look at your house and go, I just want it a bit bigger. I think we should, I think we should have a, a room out the back or a conservatory or something. But the moment you take on this exciting adventure, you begin to disrupt the process of your life. There is nothing more disruptive than breaking out your house and saying, I want to make it bigger. It it is, um, for many people, one of the most stressful things that you can take on. Actually, um, when we lived in Bridgerton, we um, decided we wanted to, the house had already had an extension added, so we we wasn't going to do that, but we, we needed a new kitchen Uh, And the extension was kind of a very cold, kind of like, it really wasn't a great place to go. And it was technically, we would have the dining table there, but we didn't use it that much because it it wasn't very nice. But we decided to expand the kitchen and put the kitchen, the kitchen extended into the extension. Um, And uh, so we, we went to, I don't know, the shop they don't exist anymore where we bought the kitchen from and uh, we got such a good deal we bankrupted them and uh, <laughs> and uh, so we, we bought this new kitchen and then and then Paul uh, and uh, a number of others came around and they helped us fit this kitchen well what that meant was there was sudden disruption it meant that we couldn't the kitchen was old kitchen was ripped out the extension was broken up and and everything that we would use to live life with no longer worked. Everything was put in boxes and, and put at the back of the lounge and, and, and we were living um, on takeaways and, and walking around. Bo- and it was, it was hell. It was a horrible existence. But the only reason why we went through it was because at the end of the day, we get a new kitchen. Yeah. And so there is a disruption that has to go on in our life if we're going to experience the expansion that God has called you into. We pursue an expansion. Oh, wouldn't it be lovely to have a new conservatory at the back of your house? Well, yes, it would be lovely. But do you know how much disruption you've got to go through to get to it? And what happens in our lives is that for many of us, we begin to... um, misunderstand that God causes disruption that we may experience expansion. All right? Because he needs to break out 
into our life. He needs to break open the, the, the areas of our life that he wants to build on. I helped my father build an, expan- an extension onto the side of the workshop. He, he wanted more room to store old timbers that he had. And, and we had this old patio that we'd been using a patio. And we know that years previously had been one of these old Victorian glass greenhouse lean-to things on the side of the property. You know how they would um, have a, like a greenhouse ex- ex- on the side of the property. And so it was one of those old things. And, and that, that was long gone. And, and so there was a patio. We would use the patio in the summer and sort of sit on and, and have a cup of tea. But now dad wanted to build on it. And so we had to break it open. And we had to do that. And underneath was, was, was kind of the, the, the remnants of, of hundreds of years of other people's lives. It was very old property and we found old Victorian glass bottles and the sort of things that would take to the dump people buried in those days, which made, makes digging your garden quite exciting and, <laughs> and, uh, and, and find out what they threw away. And uh, so we, we had to dig it up, but the process of, of building causes a disruption as, you, as you're ripping out the old patio. We've got to build something bigger. You've got to rip it up. But here's what happens in our lives is that while there is a process of disruption going on, we don't like that process and go, I'm not sure I can cope with this any longer. How many of you have watched like um, one of these um, programs like Grand Design and uh, you watch the people who are going through and they tend to, they fudge over it, but you can tell as you're looking at the stress factor of the people who are trying to build the house, particularly the ones who run out of money, the ones who haven't really kind of gauged the budget that well and, uh, and are really struggling to build the house. And you can, you can see the stress factor of these people as they're building a house and, and, and you know that they... They, they, you look at them and sometimes you just think they just want to quit, but you can't quit because one, they're committed and they've got no other option, but two, they're on TV. <laughs> you can't quit for TV. And so they've got, this, they've got this process. But what happens in our lives is that when we're experiencing a personal disruption because God is doing an expansion, in that process, we want to quit. In that process, we want to go, God, enough, enough's enough. And do you know what? Listen, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah. I, I, when I gave my life to you, I, I didn't realize there were conditions, but in fact, there are. <laughs> uh, and this is one. We, you, you crossed a line. <laughs> I didn't volunteer that. <laughs> and this isn't right. It's, uh, and so we go through disruption. But, one, but here's the problem with everyone who quits in the process of disruption. Once you've quit in the middle of disruption, all you're left with is disruption. Because unless you see it through to the end, you will never experience what it is that God has got for your life. If you quit in the middle, it never gets built. And if it never gets built, not only do you have a broken up process of your life, but you don't even have the life you did have. Because part of it has been broken up. Are you with me here? If we decided, I mean, I remember the stress that was on Cheryl, that um, because blokes can live in a campsite, right? There's a point at which we just, we don't care, we don't shower so much. And... uh, and we just wander around and we can eat a bowl of cereal and we can bring the bowl the next day to the tap and rinse it out and fill it up again. We don't even have to wash it. 
It's like some of you looking like... Yeah, we can do that. Blokes can do that. I, I, I'm looking for men who agree with me. And uh, yay. It's like... So, that, so you can take a cup and it hasn't been washed. You look at it and you go, oh, this tea stain is quite mild. I can put a tea bag in that. And I can even take an old tea bag. And I just fill it up again. It's fine. I drank from it the last time. No one's going to die. It's like we can get into that. But really, for the, for the homemakers of the house, it, it, there's a line. And they don't want to live that life and, and sort of go down that. And so I remember the stress that Cheryl was under as we were looking at the house and the kitchen. There's always a problem with an ex- extension, right? It doesn't matter whatever you're doing, you always end up digging up something you didn't know you were going to dig up. You hit a problem you didn't know that you had anticipated and then things start going off plan. Your life goes a little off piste. You're going a direction you didn't expect to go in and now you're making it up as you go along and you don't have a plan for this section of your life and you don't know what to deal with. And that happens in every area of your life, be it a physical building program or just the changes that are going on as God is working through you. All right? But if Cheryl at some point had just gone, we're not having, I'm not doing this anymore, well, we wouldn't have had a kitchen. We wouldn't have had a house. We, life would have stopped. <laughs> we had to see it through. You've got to understand, God is building something powerful in your life. Go with me, will you, to the book of Acts, chapter 15, in the New King James for the computer. I'm going to read 16 and 18. It says, after this, I will return. And rebuild the tabernacle of David, which has fallen down. I will rebuild its ruins and set it up so the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. Even all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who does all these things. Things. Now we have to understand, actually I could preach on the tabernacle of David. The tabernacle of David is one of the most astonishing things that happens in the Old Testament because the tabernacle of David is a representation of the modern day church in the midst of an Old Testament covenant. It's, it's a new covenant moment in the middle of an Old Testament process. And, and it's a place in, in tabernacle of David... You, you had, the, you had the, um, the, the holy of holies, but you had no, anyone could get access to it. It was, it was an amazing place. And the Bible says, because it was a prophetic moment in, the, in history, making a statement about what Christ was going to build. And it says, I will rebuild the ruins of the tabernacle of David. I'm rebuilding something that has broken down. God needs you to understand there are things which have been broken down around your life. There are promises, there are moments, there are things which happen which gets broken. God's rebuilding them in your life. He's rebuilding, but in the process of rebuilding, there is a disruption that causes you to feel uncomfortable. Actually, it's not uncomfortable. Actually, most disruption you feel is actually trouble, offense. When you go through, when your house is going through, every couple who's ever built an extension in this house, husband and wife, will know this. They will testify. Whenever there's an ex- expansion. James, when, think, when you were building your kitchen, how was your marriage? <laughs> 
You sent Laura away, did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to keep the marriage good, you got rid of the wife. It's a good move. I should have done the same. I don't know. When there is disruption going on in the life, the first thing that gets hit is a relationship this way. When God does something in the house of God, the first thing that gets hit is the relationship this way. Because everyone's under a little pressure because the comfort zones have been disrupted. But God needs you to understand if you are mature and courageous enough to walk through the process, he's building something far more magnificent than you can possibly imagine. He needs you to know that there is a process. And it says this in verse 17. It says, so that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord. Now, this is an amazing thing. You see, whatever God does in you is not just for you. Whatever God does in you is not just for you. Wake up, smell the coffee. It's not about you. God, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel, well, we feel all sorts of things, don't we? But what is God doing in your life? He's building something far more bold, far more courageous, far more beautiful. One of, I go through um, the newsagents and I like... I like looking at car magazines. Who likes car magazines? They're quite cool, aren't they? I like the classic car magazines. They're quite cool. I always think to myself, I'd like a classic car, but then I have to remind myself, I don't have a clue how to fix them. (laughs) And the one thing a classic car is going to do is brake. So I just look at it and go, move on. But, But what I really like to stop, the section I like to stop and read is the house and home. It's a bit... It's a bit womanly, I know, but <laughs> it's the house and home section. I like looking at, at houses, and I like looking at homes, and I like looking what you can build. And, and one of the things that I love is seeing what the, the, the fallen down wrecks that people pick up and the magnificent building they build out of it. And the amazing, and the things they manage to do that, that most people Never do. And the reason why they never do is because they don't want to go through the disruption. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I, yeah, I, wouldn't, I don't want to. I'd be, I'd be happy in my house. But the people who are prepared to take a risk and go through the disruption build the most beautiful homes. I, I need you to understand. See, see, God is building a beautiful home. But here's the thing for the home that God is building here. It's not for you. It's for mankind. We get the joy of living in it, but it's for mankind. One of the things that Cheryl and I noted when, when, when we moved out to Shivers, we moved into this, this beautiful house, but I realized that it, 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 it's not for us, it's for the church. And so people get to come and have that moment. And we have people phoning us up. From all of, can I just come and stay for a few days? Yeah, sure. We had over 100 people stay in our house last year. That's a lot of bedding you've got to change. Well, Cheryl has. I am, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I 
See, when God wants to do something, we, we just went, oh, we need a bigger house, an extra bedroom. God goes, yeah, I'm going to do something a little bit bigger. I'm going to disrupt your life for six months where you're homeless because I want to put you in a place that is not only beneficial for you, but for everybody else. And so you start living, but what we live in is wonderful, but it's for the kingdom of God. You've got to understand, see, when you're going through a process of disruption, God wants to expand your life into a point where your life is making an impact on those who have no hope, who have no home. The world has not a home if they don't have Christ. So in other words, they are homeless, vagabonds, living, surviving day to day. But when they come into contact with your home, your heart, that which is in your life, they come into a place of shelter. But if your life is already full, you don't have room for them. You've got no more capacity to touch and bless another person. The moment you have no more capacity to touch and bless another person means that that other person can no longer receive that which is God has got for them. Because you reached the limit. And none of us want to reach the limit. We want to have an expanding house. We want to get into that place where God is building something far greater. The Bible says, and I'm going to just take this slightly sideways. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 4, it says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. Now, we use this for spiritual warfare, don't we? This is a spiritual warfare scripture, not a building scripture about building it. We're building this thing bigger. We're expanding from the left and the right. But it says, verse 5, Casting down the arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I need you to understand that To build wider, we've got to break up the patio. We've got to break up the ground around your life that you can build on. To do that, you've got to deal with the thought process that is going on because the enemy of your life is your thoughts and your thoughts alone. Hello? It's your thoughts. There are extraordinary stories, one of them of a uh, professor, who, uh, a Jewish professor who was taken during the Second World War and the, he was put in a concentration camp and he had realized that for all the things that the Nazis could take from him, they couldn't take his thoughts from him. And so he decided that he would be full of joy and they couldn't, You can't kill a man's thoughts. A man must decide in himself. And we often think by the feelings of the events that are going around us, we make decisions. But we have to make our decisions, our thoughts, subject to the promises that Christ has got for us. So you subject your thoughts to the promises of the word of God rather than to your feelings of events and your interpretation of the things that are happening around you. When that happens, you begin to conquer the enemy because the enemy's only ability to get to you 
is to get to your thinking. And he does that through fear and intimidation. Yeah. He, 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 try, he tries to get through fear and to intimidate. He really doesn't have a lot of weapons. The enemy really doesn't have a lot of options in your life. But it's your thinking. How many of you know when your thinking goes sour, your life goes sour? We've all had trouble with our thinking. Every single one of us goes through that time of dealing with it. But we've got to understand that we've got to build it wider. We've got to build into a place where old stuff was thrown away and show that Christ lives here too. Here's the deal. When Christ is building on the extension of your life, building extension in your life, he will build on the rubbish places that have not been so good. He'll build there. He wants to build his kingdom on the rubbish dump of a previous generation and say, my glory is in this place. What has been a disaster in your life, God will build with such glorious wonder and architecture that you will stand and say, here I was broken. Here was the rubbish dump where we threw the old rubbish from times past. But here the architecture of the Lord, the architect of Christ has built a magnificent temple in my life. And here I am victorious. There was a process of disruption as he dug up all of the, the, the rubbish tip of the life. And we f- I found all sorts of things. Here's the thing when you're going through disruption. You will remember times past of agonies and hurts of your life. And it will be like yesterday. And it will come up and you'll think, I thought I dealt with it. And here it is again. Yeah. You know what Christ is doing? He's dealing with it. He's raising. He's just digging you up, digging you up, allowing you to come to a place of victory. And in the midst of that, our response is to go, I lay down the word of God and I do not subject myself to the agony of a past life. I don't subject myself to the disappointment and the hurt. I don't subject myself to the, the, the feelings of frustration. Because here's the thing. Christ is building a bigger church. The only way the church gets bigger is if the individuals in the church get bigger. If you get bigger, the church gets bigger. People say, oh, it would be great if the church gets bigger. Well, the church gets bigger when we get bigger. When we create capacity around our lives. When we see the needs of those around us and we begin to understand If only I could stretch my heart a bit more. If only I could just push out a bit more. If I can dare to build in the areas of my life that I had buried under a patio. Buried it, put a patio over it, sat on it, drunk a cup of tea, pretended it wasn't there. But Christ comes along and says, I'm going to build a beautiful house right there. He's building an extension in your heart where you thought you had failed. He's building an extension in your heart where you thought you would never be able to go or do. Some of you have written off parts of your life. You've decided that things just won't happen. You know what? God has got a greater plan. 
than your ability to decide what can and cannot happen. All right? He's got a greater plan. He can build something far more magnificent the same way that you can build a beautiful extension on an ancient house. God can build on any person, in any condition, in any situation. He can build his kingdom on your life and make you better. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or you'd like to find out contact information or service times, then don't forget to visit our website, www.thejunctionchurch.com. God bless.